Welcome to Coming Out of the Kitchen. It's Sam and Cass here this morning, um, back from our health and holiday hiatus. Uh, we've really missed you guys, and sorry we've been slacking. We are going to talk about some current events dealing with the Girl Scout Organization of America today, and also we're going to hear from single mom Cassie about her company, Snowy Mountain Candles. She's a new sponsor of ours, and oh my gosh, if you guys could be in this room with us and smell this candle right now, you would be amazed. They are so awesome. I'm sure she has a scent that you guys will love. Guys, don't forget that you can enter Cook 10 on Cassie's website and get a discount for 10% off. This morning, it is morning, I think, actually it's afternoon. This afternoon, we're going to talk about some current events, and one of those current events is there has been a lot of dealings going on with the Girl Scouts of America. So we have a couple different articles um, that we've been reading lately, and we're going to discuss those. So I thought we'd start out with the uh, December 27th, 2020 article where the Girl Scouts are suing the Boy Scouts again. Again. They sued them once already in 2017, I believe, for um, well, trademark infringement. Yeah, because they opened it up to where the girls could join mm -hmm. the Boy Scouts issue. And so they felt like uh, the Boy Scouts were infringing on the use of words scouts and scouting. Well, I think according to the article, they were sending out flyers saying join the scouts well that's what this suit is about the new scouting meeting mm -hmm. is such and such yeah. day yeah that's what this suit is about because some of their tactics are a little bit shady because it's not full disclosure that it's boy scouts yeah so they're so what is the creed of the boy scouts the creed of the boy scouts is actually quote trustworthy loyal helpful friendly courteous and kind end quote so um were they being... I mean, I'm not bashing the Boy Scouts. My son was in the Boy Scouts. I don't know. Maybe it's not very trustworthy if you're printing flyers um, saying it's scouting and then, you know, you're stealing scouts from the Girl Scouts. But um, at the same time... Well, <clears throat> excuse me. On that note, they did say that some of the some of the parents got their money back from the Boy Scouts when they figured out that they had... Enrolled their child into the Boy Scouts, Boy Scouts when they wanted them into the Girl Scouts. And then I kind of wanted to talk about, you know, what are your feelings about Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts? I mean, personally, I mean, I tried to do my daughter in Girl Scouts and I thought it was kind of lame because it was just, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And, and I didn't even know about the Boy Scouts yet because my son wasn't born yet. So, I mean, I didn't see them doing things that I grew up doing. So, as a child, were you a Girl Scout? No, because I was raised on a dairy on farm, a farm and we didn't have time. Kid. Yeah. So, I actually was a brownie, um, which was like third grade um, in Girl Scouts. And then, um, well, a daisy and a brownie. Um, and then I... Attempted to join the Junior Girl Scouts when I moved uh, back to Missouri, um, but it just didn't work out. The organization and the town that I grew up in uh, was a little bit different. Um, it was more exclusive. So I did attend some of the Girl Scout camps, 
as a guest with some of my friends. Like, um, there's a camp near Nam Noster State Park in uh, Johnson County. So what did you do at the camp? Um, we, you know, did some campfire cooking. We did some so repelling. So Pitch a tent and you learn no, how to repel? No, we, we stayed in cabins. We did do repelling, but they had cabins. So it wasn't a super outdoor ex- outdoorsy experience. And it wasn't anything new for me because, I mean, we're outdoors. My family has been camping and everything forever. I don't know anything about Boy Scouts. I don't. So I don't know if I would have gotten a better experience had I joined the Boy Scouts. My The only knowledge I have of Boy did Scouts... Did you do like archery or... No, I remember when I was. If you like, didn't build a car to make the raid. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. That's the only thing I know about the Boy Scouts is the box car derby. You thing. didn't do that. I did not do that in Girl Scouts. No. We, just, just for the record, my son, you know, he chose his car bad to the bone. Bad to the bone did not. Wasn't very bad. Just was not aerodynamic enough. <laughs> but. Notwithstanding, here's my issue. When I first started hearing about the Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts, the Boy Scouts want the girls to join now, and the Girl Scouts are saying, hey, wait a minute, leave us alone. I have just two issues that I can think of off off the top of my head, and one of them is the Girl Scouts aren't doing more robust things that women are doing today in today's world. We aren't in the kitchen making brownies. But I know you said you did repelling. But um, the second thing is I'm kind of concerned about two different sexes in one scouting event when one scouting event has a lot of, God, I hate to say this. Gosh, I hate to say this. Sexual issues. They, they have a history of having pedophiles within their ranks and that type and of thing. And so I'm kind of really worried about the girls... Well, going into that situation, number one. And then number two, it's kind of like girls don't need to be... Well, yeah, they do need to be competing against boys. I'm sorry, I'm thinking out loud. Go ahead. Okay, so I have two thoughts. Um, one, I have my phone here. So I just Googled um, what Girl Scouts do now. And the Girl Scouts of um, their website says that there's a focus on science, technology, engineering, yes. and math, outdoors, life skills. And then also, you know, their big claim for the cookie program is entrepreneurship. You know, like the girls... Learning how to sell. Learning sell, you know, selling, motivation for, you know. Um, and boys do that with popcorn, right? The boys do popcorn. I'm sorry, guys. I lost my train of thought for just a minute. I'm getting back there. Growing up in high school, like I said, I was a guest of some of my friends who were actual Girl Scouts full-time, and they were in Junior Girl Scouts, and um, they actually had opportunities to go to Europe. My friend Stephanie did a tour of Europe with the Girl Scouts, and she spent, you know, a lot of her high school career earning money so that they could go to Europe with the Girl Scouts. So... There is opportunity there. Um, I could interrupt you. I don't know the Boy Scouts doing that, but go ahead. um, Well, the Boy Scouts have the Eagle Scout program. Yeah, but do they go to Europe? Oh, I don't know, but I'm just saying that in itself lends a lot of accolades, you know, when a young man becomes an Eagle Scout. Mm -hmm. Um, My thing is, is I don't care if there are boys in the Girl Scouts or girls in the Boy Scouts, but with the suit, the big thing is, we're teaching our children integrity. Mm-hmm. And 
the Boy Scouts of America are saying this goes down to the local chapters, the way they advertise and that yeah. type of thing. So they're fluffing off the responsibility. They're saying it's the churches and the local organizations that are doing the advertising. That are doing the advertising but when it's all under the same umbrella. Not only that, a quick Google search of the Boy Scouts. If you just search Boy Scout recruitment, there are links to the Boy Scouts page, website, the Boy Scouts of America website, that says how to recruit, getting new recruits, you know, scouting, recruit, you know, it just tips on how to get more scouts. But if we are teaching our children about integrity and part of the reason that they're joining these organizations is to become trustworthy, then why, um, why are we engaging in something that's less than honest? Maybe they aren't being intentionally deceitful you know like, but it does come across that yeah way. it does so yeah so the next article we got to talk about which is kind of a bummer january 3rd 2021 reported in our local southern missouri paper courtesy of usa today mm-hmm. is uh, child labor in palm oil industry tied to girl scout cookies Right off the top, I just want to say this. It's not just a Girl Scout cookies issue, but I kind of got to commend the Girl Scouts for doing this research. And in the same token, when I read the article, I was like, hmm, I kind of got some issues with it. But what are your thoughts, Sammy? (laughs) What are my thoughts? Well, I think that um, there are industries everywhere that are borderline exploiting yeah exploiting child labor and that type of thing i don't necessarily think that this is one of them because i think as americans we are very far removed from what it actually takes to 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 make a farm work or a family farm work i mean most of the people um you talk to they may not even be aware of where their food comes from well some people think that chocolate milk comes from brown cows right or meat comes from the grocery store we've all heard those um sort of funny little analogies but because we're both farm kids we know that as a farm it takes a family to work now the fact that a 10 year old girl had to quit school well let's back up a little bit if you don't care (laughs) i don't care so this young lady from Tennessee that was in the Girl Scouts, and she was one of the top cookie sellers in her troop, she first heard about rainforests being destroyed to make way for overextending palm oil, oil plantations. And, I, and when I read that, I was like, wow, I can't imagine being 10, 11 years old and thinking, I'm going to read the ingredients on the box of these cookies. And then... Because I read the ingredients on the box of cookies, and I was like, would palm oil would have stood out to me, but it it didn't. But, well, uh, kudos to her, because, you know, that's a different generation. The younger generations um, are more, they are more focused on climate change. Yes. That, I mean, I just saw um, a commercial for another, like, a documentary on CBS where they're talking about, it's like, that's their generation's thing that they are going to fight for and uh you know that's something that's really important to them is preserving the earth well it's important to all of us 
It is, but um, as people get older, I think they focus on it less, and maybe the older generations don't see it as truthful. They don't trust science or the science that says that climate change is real. So it's really getting thrust upon 10-year-old girls to understand that the products that we're using have to come from somewhere, and in this case, they're the demand for palm oil is causing rainforests to be destroyed. Yes, and so in this article, they mention one little girl, Her they call her Ima, and she's 10 years old, and she was the math champion in her class at school. Wow. And she wanted to be a doctor when she got out of school. She wanted to finish school and be a doctor, and, and I try to think back when I was 10, but did, what did I want to be when I was 10? But I grew up on a dairy farm, so it's like, I want to be a farmer, you know? And so I'm thinking of this little young gal, and, and you know, she's working on the plantation with her dad, so her parents must have been outstanding to push her to think of other horizons. And so um, then it came to the point that her father took her out of school because they had a quota to meet, mm -hmm. and he needed more hands on deck. Now, being raised on the farm, we didn't have to get taken out of school. We did have to do the chores, mm -hmm. but we didn't have to be taken out of school. We got our education. So that I kind of struggled with that for a minute. Yeah, I but get it. But I see where... I think the fact that they took her out of school is almost as bad as... Ruining the rainforest. <laughs> not just because she's a girl, because sons are being taken out of school as well. Right. So it's not just a girl-boy issue. I mean, it's, it's children I, are being taken out of school. Yes. Children are being taken out of school. And, you know, she may be getting her education. I don't know. I didn't read that far into the article, and it may not say if she's getting some kind no, of education at home. Not. No? Okay. Um... I have to tell you a funny story that's not directly related to this, and I'm not sure if I told you before or not. When I was in fourth, fifth, sixth grade, um, up until high school, um, I was in the enrichment program. So we got to have a lot of speakers come, and one of the speakers we had was our school superintendent, and they were discussing making year-round school. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and all of a sudden, I burst into tears and everybody in my class is looking at me like and it, and it wasn't a large class there aren't many kids in an enrichment class you know five or six and they're like what's wrong with you I was like you can't make us go to school year round there's so much work to do on the farm in the summer who's gonna cut hay our parents need us like 10 years old just thinking about the long-term you know implications if I'm not there in the summer because my dad didn't hire a hay crew. I have to say time out on that because <laughs> we are different generations. And growing up on the farm, I couldn't wait to go to school to see my friends. Because oh, yeah. that's the only you time you never see your saw friends. them all no, summer. And, and as much as we love doing our chores and, and taking care of our animals that we loved and named. Right. The whole nine yards. We couldn't wait to see our friends no, again. No, we could not wait. But the older I got, and the more I looked at education in the United States of America, I thought, boy, we are just shooting ourselves in the foot. And I have read up several, several, several years ago 
about California doing year-round school. And I know the word California is going to throw a few people off the bus, but let's just stick with the thing mm -hmm. here. They do year-round school. They go to they go to school like three months, take three weeks off. Right. Three months, take three weeks off. What is the harm in that? Oh, when I don't you know. take three months off of school, you forget so much stuff. So you spend how many months reteaching the child? before you can start teaching them what they were supposed to be teaching. Other countries don't do this yeah. three-month-off thing, and they, they're, they've got some pretty smart kids. I think we're kind of shooting ourselves, and we're getting off track. Uh, yeah. Well, we were talking about Girl Scouts. Well, I'm, I'm just going to go a little bit farther off track and wonder why we have the summer break, and I do believe it's for agricultural families. Like, you I know? don't think it's that anymore. I think that's what it was in the beginning. Right, that's what I'm saying. But now, now, what it is, is tourism. Oh, yeah. Because you've got traveling sports teams, and when you go travel to other cities to play your team against other towns, mm -hmm. you got to get a hotel room, you got to oh, eat yeah. out. There's and it's more than just and, sports. And you gotta buy gas to That's, get up there. And everyone takes their vacation because yeah. they know their kids and are gonna be out of school. You're putting more miles on your tire on your tires, so you're buying new tires more. I think it's an economical thing, which is really, really in my mind, extremely sad that we are sabotaging we're sabotaging the education of our children for economic reasons. Just I see that. Um, I also know that there are many parents who use that time in the summer to give their kids experiences. And those experiences um, can create curiosities. Um, you can learn stuff. Uh, we would spend summers when my dad was traveling, working. We would spend summers in different locations. Um, I've been to uh, Pasco, Washington. We spent a summer there. My mom made sure we went and saw geological features. We went to natural history museums. We did that kind of thing on our summer break, but not everyone is that lucky. But can you do that in a three-week break versus a three-month break? Did you need three months to take that trip? Hush. Yes, I did. No. I'm just, <laughs> Probably not. I'm just saying. I think... You, I, I understand just, that. But, I, I do. But we were talking about... Girl Scouts and how oil. little Ina had to quit school because of the demand for palm oil. So palm oil, palm oil is like a... 65 billion dollar global industry 65 billion dollars so it all comes back to economy again i mean even us discussing year-round school versus going to school and taking three months off it affects the economy mm -hmm. and so this economy and so this little girl and her brothers and all the little boys in her village same thing they get taken out of school and what is that, does that kind of put them in a rut? Um, because they don't get the education. They don't get the opportunities. So they're just pre-positioned to be a palm oil worker for the rest. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. Is it generation after generation? And I think that's where this little girl from Olivia from Tennessee was thinking. It's like, they're just, they, they're not getting their education. They're just... Do you... Oh, I'm I'm thinking about that, and um, you know I think about there are indigenous Amazon people who are being forced from their homes that you know because of the expansion. Oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. So um, thinking about that, and 
the fact that these children are growing up and this is their lifestyle. This is the economy that they have, you know, this is their economy. This is their lifestyle. Doesn't it feel a little bit like we're pushing like what we think a child's life should be yeah. onto that, like imposing, like who's to say there's anything wrong with, you know, being a polymer. Yeah. Yeah. Who and continuing the family business. And well, I think the thing that they're, you know, having to take your kids out of school to help you make quota. Mm hmm. And the thing that they make less than $5 a day when how much are Girl Scout cookies now? They're well over. They what? are $5 a box, I believe. Are they still five? I thought they were. The last time I bought. Okay. Yeah. We'd have to search it. So I searched. Um, this actually is probably not credible because it's from the Palm Oil Alliance. Uh -oh. um, <laughs> but it says that palm oil only contributes to 2.3 of percent of global deforestation so let me see if i can find something else um, 2.3 percent of deforestation we just don't know how that affects the environment but we're kind of getting off track we're kind of more worried about the loss of it a little this girl's article, education this article as far as they're kind of blaming the girl scouts for this but when you read the article there are other companies like basically the Girl Scout organization isn't the only one no, but they're, using it, palm oil. According to this article, they're kind of taking the shame and blame for it. <clears throat> yeah, well, I just looked at a, a graph here that shows that the biggest use for palm oil isn't food, animal feed, and chemical products. It's for biofuel, power, and heat. 61% of palm oil... I did not even, that's not even in this article. 61% of palm oil consumption in the EU. So this is not the United States, just Europe. Yeah. Um, goes to biofuel, power, and heat. So. Still doesn't make it right. But Nestle and Kellogg's. Doesn't Nestle just get a bad rap all the way around? They're just not a great... They are just not a great company. No. I'm sorry. And we're going to get in trouble for saying that. I don't but care. But oh my gosh, look at all the articles. There was an article in the paper today, and I didn't even cut it out, about Nestle. Gosh, if I could remember what it was about. But they, oh, they were recalling a bunch of something that they made because there was glass and plastic in the product. Well, I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about the bottled water situation where they get... Free rights to free water, and yes. then they sell it to people, and it's like they're draining the water table. They're draining lakes in Georgia, PepsiCo, just so they can sell bottled water. And I'm like, good lord, do people? And I have I have one friend who completely boy, boycotts any Nestle product, any Nestle product. But if I you, tried. it's hard because they own everything, everything, everything. And, like and Giorno Pizza, Nestle. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, baby like formula. I said, you know, in the article it says Kit Kat, but uh, Oreo cookies. But, you know, Nestle's got their fingers in everything and they just don't have their name on it. They've got their fingers mm -hmm. into it. It's sad. But we're back to the Girl Scouts. Back to the, see, this is why our podcasts always go over. It's because we just can't stop. The Girl Scouts, man. Girls need an education. We're coming out of the kitchen here. We need strong, educated girls. So that was my dilemma. I mean, do you want them in the Boy I don't want them in the Boy Scouts, and here's why. Because they already have a pedophile problem. Right. That's... 
I've not heard of any pedophile problem in the Girl Scouts. But I just think women, I mean, look at the situation in the military with women getting mm -hmm. Absolutely. assaulted. And there was an article today where one took her own life because she, she was assaulted in Kuwait. And then when she went to Afghanistan, she was gang raped. And she wouldn't report that one because the retaliation from Kuwait. So I'm like, do you really want the Girl Scouts to be in this organization when this is going on? Yeah, but and and let's just let's just walk this through because as the you know you start your boys out and your girls out in third grade, but when they start hitting puberty, I just see a whole big disaster. I see a whole big disaster with the Girl Scouts mingling with the Boy Scouts. Especially when they hit puberty and they're going off on these camps. You've already got the pedophiles. Now you've got boys that are... I think that is a generational thing. I think that's could your be. older generation. It could be. I think that, um, first of all, there's always going to be teenagers doing things that they probably shouldn't be doing. And so when you throw... Um, hormonal teenagers and together you're bound to have some of those things i think that's where good leadership and you know like trust me kids will sneak around and they will find a way no matter what I but at the same time this pedophile thing i don't think that you can lump all of those boy scout leaders or anything in it's, no it's like it's not saying say the priest yes Thank yes. you. Like every, you can't go to confession. Because there are Baptists that have been accused of it uh -huh. and, and so, so forth. I understand that. So, um. I'm just saying why, why even take that risk? Why? You've already got this issue. Because it goes back to the beginning where you said the Girl Scouts may not offer what a young woman is looking for. So why can't you just hire different women or get different women to teach create different, different programs yes why can't you do that there's no reason you can't do that because women are doing there's women rock climbers there's women business owners there's women ceos let me throw a wrench in your um let's keep the girls with the girls and the boys with the boys okay thing. i'm that's young what girl. this podcast is all about it's just us talking about different issues that affect the world I'm a young girl, and I am seven, eight, nine, and I'm starting to realize, you know what? Maybe I'm not a girl. You did? No. Oh. I'm saying, okay. hypothetically, hypothetically, I've been told I'm a girl, but I don't feel like a girl. I may have physical female parts, but I'm not a girl. So what about transgender children? What about girls who don't identify as a girl? What if they, they decide they're a boy? Do I'm they get to join Boy Scouts? Or because they have a vagina, they have to go to Girl Scouts. What would it matter if you had teachers in both camps that addressed all issues that, like, if you were a female and felt you identified as male, what what do male do? Sports. Yeah, but... Hunting. If I'm a boy... So, if you were teaching your girls to do that along with what the boys are doing, what would it matter? It would matter. How? In this child's mind, it would matter. Because when you're a child and you're different, you're craving acceptance. Mm -hmm. And you want to be... If you're a nine-year-old boy and when someone comes out as transgender, they're a boy now. They're Weird. no longer a girl. And 
and I think it's a generational thing that we don't always agree on this, but um, you're a boy now. Nine-year-old boys don't want to hang out with nine-year-old girls. I'm a boy. Let me be in Boy Scouts. I gotcha. So I don't think that gender should play so much as a role. It's the same as if, you know, a homosexual boy wants to join Girl Scouts because he wants to sell cookies. Let him sell cookies. How do you, how do you, how do you address the pedophile problem in the Boy Scouts and there's not a pedophile problem in the Girl Scouts? How do you address that? I mean, if you are a First of all, I don't know that there aren't pedophiles in the Girl Scouts. They just haven't been publicized or got caught. Okay. So there's that. Because I I agree with that there is a certain percentage of the population that are just bad people. And they will do whatever they can to put themselves in situations to harm children because that's what turns them on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I say that as a person who has gone through some things and I just, people are just broken. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't think that keeping children out of certain organizations is going to pre- necessarily like be a prevention. Also, that said... The majority of pedophiles joining the Boy Scouts to be leaders and that type of thing have a type. Young boys. You know, they may not even be interested in in young girls at all. That's true. So I just think getting hung up on this pedophile thing, I think it's like, it's not the place to hang your, you know, hang your hat. It's, um, we live in a culture now where people, everyone thinks that they should be allowed to do whatever they want. That if if something is exclusive and they're not allowed, automatically it's, you know, it's a personal attack. Like True. So, and, and I get in a way, yeah, Girl Scouts, girls wanted to join Boy Scouts because they were doing boy things. And there's this preconceived notion that the things that they were doing were boy things, like hunting and camping and fishing and that type of thing. So... I don't know. I don't know where we take this conversation uh, because we've really gone around in, in a, an awful spiral here. Uh, but um, well, I think we've had a good conversation about it because I don't think people talk about it enough. Right. And we are two different generations of people, so we've kind of inflected both of our mm-hmm. generational thoughts. With, I mean, the older you get, the more you. Look, you see other things like when I was your age, transgender was mm-hmm. not a big deal, but it is now at my age, and so I have had to rethink my thoughts, mm-hmm. and I have done that. So I mean, I, I, I mean that's why we're having this conversation. We're just talking about issues, right? And and you know the big issue with this with the lawsuit itself is is the fact that a group that's claiming to be open and to create integrity in our young people is using deceitful practices. Allegedly is what the Girl Scouts allege. And the Boy Scout hierarchy is fluffing it off and say, mm-hmm. Oh no, it's just our people that are recruiting them. Mm-hmm. It's just the it's just the church leaders and the other organizations that are that are and to be honest, I'm kind of surprised that this is even a thing because I would have thought that lower down, that 
Boy Scout leaders would be like, this is the Boy Scouts, you know, and they would do all they can to keep the girls out rather than trying to seal them. So in a way, I'm kind of like, hell yeah, go ahead and get those girls, you know, <laughs> but because I would I would have thought that they would have been trying to keep the girls out, even though there are laws saying that girls could join. Do you know what I'm saying? I do see that side of, I see that side of it, but I just, I can't get past the, um, the, the deceitful practice. Yeah. Gotcha. I can't get past that. Well, guys. No, we got one more thing to discuss. We have one more thing to discuss. On social media. Oh, I forgot. You know, the Girl Scouts are just in, in the news. In the I news, mean, God the bless news. them for that. You yes. go, You go, girls. There are at least two Girl Scout organizations who are trying to get out of their lease with the Trump organization and properties that they're leasing. Because? Because of the insurrection that occurred on Wednesday, January 6th. Not because of? Not because of grabbing the pussy <laughs> or anything that he may have said up until that point. Which I honestly don't know why the Girl Scouts would have done business with him after. after. You know, with That was not my only first thought. And when I saw, when I read through the feed on the so- social media, I was like, oh my gosh. And it was like... 20 or 30 people down before I found somebody say, what about him saying we can grab him by the yeah. blank because we're famous Well, and, and we can just do that. And even before that, his, I don't, I, okay, I'm going to say alleged, I'm not a lawyer and I'm, I'm not, I don't want to get sued by Trump or anyone else. Neither of us are lawyers. Um, because, uh, because of his alleged connection with Jeffrey Epstein. Um, I, I don't know why they would have, oh. yeah. And, um, you know, up running up to the election, there was a, a civil suit from that 13 year old girl about him raping a 13 year old girl. And it was di- dismissed oh, because it, yeah, it, you have to search it guys. Um, just search Trump 13 year old and rape and it'll come up and you can even search district court because it did go to court. But then um, she refused to testify, most oh. likely because she was intimidated in some form or another. Well, I have to tell you, I'm going to just interrupt you. I'm sorry. Oh, you're fine. I apologize. But the um, gal that wrote a book about yes getting raped, mm-hmm. and they are trying to throw that out. That was just what in was the news. What was her name? It, it was just in the news. I know. I. She was. Oh my gosh! What did it say? I can't remember. Should I pause this? No, no, no. I'll just search it real quick and you just go on with your thoughts. It's it's the dress. Like, she saved the dress and she was trying to get a DNA sample from him. And I cannot think of her name. I can see her face. I can't short, see short hair. Yeah. But, um, gosh dang it. It was just in the news. They were trying to throw it out. Okay, so it's E. Jean Carroll is the woman that is accusing President Trump of raping her several years ago. They tried to throw it out because it extended too much time, right? And then they fought that, and they won that. And then on the defamation, something happened just the other day. Okay, so it looks like she offered December 18th. So right around there is um, the most recent article that I can find. She offered to delay her DNA demands if Trump gave up key records. Um, no, that wasn't what. Let's see. Go ahead. Law and crime. Let's see. 
But we we've gotten off we've gotten off track. Well, I mean, no, not really. I mean, today are, we were just going to talk about the Girl, the Girl Scout Scouts issues because it's wham bam, thank you, ma'am, mm-hmm. in the news, which is great. I mean, uh, and and we needed to talk about it. I mean, yeah, there were several very important issues. I think the palm oil thing, what with the headlines saying tied to the Girl Scout cookies, is a little misleading because um, Nestle. And Oreo cookies and cereal companies, they all use that palm oil. And they're, you know, that didn't make the headlines. They focused on the Girl Scouts. But it was the Girl Scout girl that mm-hmm. linked Discovered it. Discovered it. So, um, back to this Trump leasing and um, the Girl Scouts trying to get out of their leases. We hear a lot about cancel culture nowadays. And I feel like... Um, Part of cancel, cancel, cancel culture. Say that five times real fast, guys. Uh, So you know, Trump's losing um, business dealings with people and that type of thing because of the insurrection. Uh, Several businesses have stopped donating politically. Uh, Josh Hawley lost his book endorsement. from Simon and Schuster. Hey, if I could just break in for a minute here, Sam. I just wanted to mention that we have started a, I guess you would call it a sub podcast. Sam and I are so political and we both understand how much politics plays into women's issues that we kind of have a hard time keeping them separate. So we have decided that we are gonna start a sub podcast that will be aired under coming out of the kitchen, however, we are calling it Cooking Politics. Cook is the acronym for coming out of the kitchen. That's where we came up with that name. So we're going to go ahead and stop for today so we can start preparing for our Cooking Politics podcast. I'm going to leave you with a few words from our new sponsor. Please remember to use the discount code COOK10. That's C O O K 1 0 to get your discount when you order some of these awesome candles that they have. And believe me, if you were sitting in this room right now and could smell the aroma from these candles, it, it's incredible. So, we're going to leave you, and we just ask that you go to our Facebook page, Coming Out of the Kitchen, or send us an email at Coming Out of the Kitchen Pod at gmail.com. And let us know what you think. If you have an idea of what you would like us to research and discuss on our next podcast, send us an email. Let us know. Go to our Facebook, Coming Out of the Kitchen. Let us know. We would love to focus on ideas that are important to you as well as us. So until next time, next podcast will be Cooking Politics. Hello, my name is Cassie Hepner. I am the owner of Snowy Mountain Candles. I am a single mom and I decided to do this business to be able to be home with my child. We have over 40 cents to choose from, three different sizes ranging from 8 ounce, 16 ounce, and 26 ounce. You can take a look at our website for more information. You can order these at snowymountaincandles.com or our Facebook group is Snowy Mountain Candle Co. Don't forget your 10% off code COOK10. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, for starters. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. 
Anchor then distributes your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more like Breaker, Stitcher, and others. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership through their sponsorship program. It is everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started.